Welcome to the Garage Gym Experiment podcast, where we dive deep into the home gym scene. Each week, we put out Sunday surveys where you tell us your thoughts on products, builds, and all things home gym related. We're here to break down the numbers and to talk shop. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. We have Keith from the No Wine Cellar. Uh, this is a two-part episode. In the first episode, we're going to chat about survey results from the past two weeks. During that time, we covered a number of true-false statements like, Rep makes the best benches for home gyms, and I listen to podcasts while working out. Plus, we have a number of head-to-head matchups like iron or bumper plates and rep or sorenex. In part two, we'll do a deep dive into Keith's home gym experiences. So with that, Jake, take it away. All right. Thank you, Adam. So um, we have two weeks of survey data to go over. Uh, a little illness and travel set us back last week. Um, but to start off, we're, we're just going, I'm just going to go over some true-false statements and uh, the percent true uh, votes from the community. And uh, after that, we'll, I'll, I'll ask these two which ones stood out to them or if they're surprised by any. And then we'll move on to the, the next section. Uh, to, but to start off, let me just read them all. So 86% see the point of specialty bars. Uh, just below at 86% say, true to I'm building my home gym out one step at a time. Titan Fitness Equipment has improved. 80% vote true. 79% say TVs are okay in the home gym. 68% are saying garage gyms are better than basement gyms. 62% say rep makes the best benches for home gyms. 58% use bumper plates more than iron plates. 39% are watching equipment reviews weekly. 34% are reading equipment reviews weekly. 32% listen to podcasts while working out. And uh, just under 15% listen to audiobooks while working out. Uh, I listen to audiobooks and podcasts while working out if you want to. Okay. Call stop. me a nerd. <laughs> what what books are you listening to? I'm always listening to books constantly. Really? Yeah. Like while I, you work out? Yeah, it's usually not for the full workout. Does it depend what kind of workout you're doing? It does. Yeah. And it's okay. it's I usually do get bored of it at a certain point and or if I'm like if my workout's a little slow, I'll switch to music. Um okay. But and, and it's, it's really if I'm for podcasts or audiobooks, it's really whatever I'm listening to at that moment that I start my workout with. Makes sense. All right. All right. Anything? So, yeah, I'm uh, in the minority there. But anything else here stand out to you guys? Even though it's only 14%, I don't understand how 14% of the population don't understand specialty bars. Like, that's, that's mind-boggling <laughs> to me. Like, the people that are just like weight is weight and you only need one bar like i won't i'll never understand that person I'm, i don't even remember if i ever was that person if it was it was a very brief period of time when i first got into lifting and like i don't know how you can own a home gym and not like get off on having multiple bars and variety and it's just it's what it's all about yeah i definitely see the point of specialty bars and i, I look forward to adding more i have two right now but I, i'm glad to see that one at such a high percentage pretty much all of these numbers made sense to me I will say that even though I disagree, I am still shocked that 
um, 67%. I thought that was kind of low for people saying garage gyms are better than basement gyms, even though I think basement gyms are better. But um, I, I was shocked because I thought like the majority, um, strong majority, like 70, 80% would say garage gyms are better. But other than that, like all of these numbers made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I think the basement gym kind of lines up with wherever your your gym is and that that is that is pretty similar to what we're seeing as to how many have basement gyms about a third and then in regards keith in regards to your point about the specialty barbs one i'll just mention that that is something that we have seen a, a pretty big i don't know the specific number i should have came prepared but that is something that we've seen go up over the last few years so i want to say something like 50 60 percent saw the point uh, oh, wow. a couple years ago. So that's a good improvement. So yeah, it's a big improvement. It's also like the changing audience. But for me, I think the most, most interesting one, I would have to say is 80% saying Titan improving. So you still hear quite a bit of people saying how they may not be the biggest fans of Titan, but four out of five do see quite a bit of improvement. I'm one of those. They've, everything I've received from Titan in the last few years has been pretty solid. So in understanding what I'm paying for, you know, it's a, it's a lower priced, um, option. And then yeah, anything else? Uh, surprise bumper. I mean, even though it's almost 50, 50, but bumpers, you know, outweighing uh, iron plates by 8%, it's, it's fairly close, but I don't know anyone that really trains with bumpers exclusively. So that's kind of, uh, but I guess if you factor in all the CrossFit and Olympic weightlifting people that mostly just have bumpers, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I think a lot of people think they need bumpers that really probably don't. Um, you know, that are deadlifting and probably dropping from like hip high. You're, you're, you're fine with steel plates as long as you have good flooring. Jake, what do you think? I think bumpers are a better option for more people just because unless you're a, a really strong power lifter, I think they're a little easier to to handle and they are a little bit quieter and um personally unless you're buying really high quality iron i do think they last longer too or they they look better longer uh, because if you're not taking care of your iron it, they can start looking pretty cheap pretty quickly but i think the big thing for me is just having the ability to drop it overhead if i want to with the combination of it being quite a bit less noise. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not really putting over 500 pounds on the bar much. So, or ever. Um, so <laughs> Me neither. Uh, if we're being honest, so, so yeah, that's why I go with bumpers. And plus I'm working out with, right? Like my wife's here doing CrossFit if she's working out in here. So that's why we have primarily, that's why we started our gym with primarily buying bumpers. Oh, go ahead. I was just, I would, the only thing I would speak to podcasts and audiobooks is I love them both and listen to them hours a week, but I can't do it in the gym, man. I just, maybe if I'm doing, like, if you're counting just walking on the treadmill or going for a walk, sure, give me a podcast or a book tape all day. But anything that requires, like, above 60% of, like, a max effort lift, it's got to be, you know, loud music. Definitely. I, f I found myself, like, having, um, certain things on TV. It could be a podcast or it could be something that I just really want to pay attention to. And I, I can find myself falling a, a rep or two short in all my lifts. So then it's like, okay, shut it off, get some mindless noise in the background and, 
and keep going. So yeah, I, I feel the same way. Yeah. And for me, it's, it's more like I want to, like, I, I always have a list of podcasts or books I want to read. So it's usually like, this is my time to try and catch up a little bit. And then, like I said earlier, there is a point where it's like, I'm going to switch to, to music. So, but let's move on. So, like I said, two weeks worth of data. So this one, and I want really, I knew we were going to talk about it in uh, a podcast. So I really just kind of wanted to keep it simple as well. I should say, I knew we were going to do two weeks worth of data in one podcast. So I wanted to do this week pretty simple as well. So um, this one is just kind of a battle situation. So which one would you choose? And I'll just, I'll just go down the list like I did last time with the true false answers. So first of all, 90% are saying Rogue Echo Bike over Tonal. 77% with a power rack over a half rack. 75% rep over Titan. Rogue is still very dominant with 73% over the field, which is supposed to mean everybody else. Straight bar deadlifts beat out trap bar deadlifts with 72% of the votes. Rep beat out Sornex with 71% of the votes. Selectorized lat tower beat plate loaded lat tower with 62% of the votes. Buying new wins against buying used with 58%. GHD over reverse hyper with 58% of the votes. All other programming options beat out powerlifting. Um, not by too much, but with 57%. Bumper plates over iron plates, pretty similar to the true or false numbers with 57% of the votes. Concept 2 rower beating out the Roke Echo Bike, 53% of the votes. And then cardio machines over real life running in the closest battle with 52% of the votes over real life running. Thoughts here, guys? I do a fair amount of trap bar deadlifting, but to see that 29% of people prefer that over a straight bar makes me sad. Cause like, I, you know, I still love my straight bar deadlift. I just don't do them as often, you know, with just some back issues. So we do a lot of rotating bars, but, uh, that one was kind of surprising. I don't see a lot of, I don't imagine that many people prefer it. So it's just kind of weird to see the 30, almost 30% want trap bar over a straight bar. Yeah. And I was going to say the, uh, the programming battle is, you know, even though, powerlifting technically lost that battle that's a win for powerlifting in the audience oh, yeah. because i mean against all other programming options it was only 57 percent choosing all others over powerlifting which means 43 percent are purely powerlifters yep. you know what i am surprised about as well is the concept two rower barely edging out the rogue echo bike because i think we've seen like um the rogue echo bike coming out really hot and then kind of fading off but this kind of shows that it's it's still a top cardio pick, which is interesting. I, th I thought the concept two rower would uh, would win that one a little a little easier. Yeah, so this this one kind of goes back and forth, right around fifty fifty each time we do this comparison. I think this is actually the biggest win for the concept two rower. I mean, we'll see, but I think the rogue over the field one is pretty crazy, but I don't think everybody really knows what it means. I've had people like send follow-up DMs saying, who is the field? So 
Um, <laughs> like they think the field is a company name. Oh wow. Um, so, oh, so yeah, like one. Yeah. Yeah. So like they've just never heard the term. I think most people probably understand, but uh, I would just put an asterisk there. Like maybe it's actually only sixty forty, but. But still, that's it's pretty dominant. You should mess with them and tell them that uh, the company Field and Stream broke up, and Field is now getting the gym equipment, and Stream just handles all the outdoor stuff. <laughs> all right, and then I do have one more section before we move on to the Q and A. Uh, so Adam and I kind of talked about this in the last podcast. So first of all, we're we're seeing that most people think Rogue or Rep, mostly Rogue are going to be the the most popular strength equipment supplier for home gym strength in five years. We're, we have about 7% voting other. Actually, I'd love to hear both of your thoughts, but who would other be? Even if you think rogue or rep, who's, who's a long shot to to take the crown in five years? And, and other can't be the Walmart slash Amazon? Yeah, I guess it could be. Because that's yeah. kind of, I, I don't know, other than like some big conglomerate that just sells the cheapest crap possible and is more the entry level, I don't really, I'm trying to think of like a mid-level company that has any kind of ability to scale like that. That's not just a niche thing that, you know, only could provide like, a, you know, a quarter or a third of what you actually need for a gym, somebody that actually carries... 100% of everything like Rogue or Rep or Titan does. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't I don't know who other is either. So Yeah, most popular for home gym strength in this scenario where I have to pick another. The other is going to be a company that's got a ton of capital behind it that it, the, it doesn't exist yet. Or it's like, um, you know, Jake, you had that interesting conversation with Ashton about people, um, you know, joining forces and, and Rep like maybe acquiring a bunch of smalls and i mean a bunch because they would really have to match the catalog that rogue has and that that'd be really hard to do some, some superpower but in five years you might see someone getting close to rogue but not overtaking that's not enough time i don't think look at it this way where was rep and titan and rogue five years ago like i was you know i, I started my gym in 2015 but i'm trying to like think of i was just buying cheap you know stuff from dicks or you know just use use cap plates so like rogue was just getting into it probably five years i mean i'm sure they were into it by then but like none of these companies were what they were today five five ish years ago so where were we getting stuff before 